Well, greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Bishop Harry Wood coming to you today. And today is a special day. And for some of us, we've been looking for this day. It's December the 31st, 2020. Yes, this year has been more interesting than probably any of my 63 years. And as we come to you today, to our YouTube uh, family and also our uh, podcast family, and even those of our friends on Facebook, we just want to say, first of all, God bless you. And second of all, we want to say Happy New Year as our world is already beginning to transition into 2021 as we're doing this video. And many of us that will even listen to this video or this uh, podcast, maybe even after today, we want it to be more than just a dated uh, podcast or video. We want it to be one that speaks into our hearts today. I have something that I want to share with you today. And with that, I want to think for just a few moments about last year or uh, 2020. As November 2019 came along, somewhere between that and uh, December, uh, November and December, I, I sense in my spirit the word focus. Sometimes I'll get a word and I believe the Lord gives it to me for the next year and it may apply to share with a, a body of believers. It may just be that the Lord has spoken to my spirit. But I do believe that with what the Lord shared in my spirit last year, uh, or for, for 2020, it was the word focus, and I could not get away from 2020, focus 2020. And most of us, we can relate um, 2020 to eye vision. And matter of fact, back in February of this year, 2020, we even had a prayer conference, uh, and we called it prayer uh, focus 2020. And we began to pray about things and ministry and different areas of our life as several uh, several believers come together on that Saturday morning. And most of us can relate to the fact that 2020 does have a reference to that of considering uh, eye vision, that at least doctors want us to have a 2020 vision with or with glasses, uh, with, with glasses or without glasses, um, or corrective, you know, to make it 2020. And, you know, as I think about 2020, and the fact of, of focus, 2020, maybe God, and, and you know, I, I use the word maybe there, but I, I definitely believe that God has spoken to us in 2020. Maybe God has used 2020 for us to see through everything that's took place this year. And I know that some of you that are hearing this, uh, this recording today, you, you have went through some things this year, and you're not even sure how to focus on 2021. But let me say something today. I want us to remember that if God wanted us at the beginning of 2020 to know how and what to focus on, that doesn't change. But I do believe if we'll look back, no matter what we have faced, sicknesses, maybe loss of job, not being able to attend the house of God like we normally would have. Many things we could we could elaborate on and 
and, and you know exactly what you personally, you and your family and loved ones and maybe co-workers have faced in 2020. I definitely believe that we need to leave this year not with that of trouble and uncertainties, but we ought to have a vision that's so clear that 2020, if nothing else, has told us that God is clearly in charge. And not only that he is in charge, but he is really the only one that can help us. Oh, there may be those that have had to go through food lines and uh, together food for your family. There may be those that have had to receive assistance. And all of us here in America, we some of us have received stimulus checks and whatever our position is on that. Still, I want to say that God knows how to provide for his people. And I just want us to go into this new year with an expectancy because God is in control. And I sense in my spirit a word that I believe that's for me. If it's not for anybody else, I believe it's for me. I didn't come on here to give a prophetic word. If the Spirit of the Lord begins to minister in that aspect, I will give a word. But um, but I believe there's a verse of Scripture that I want to share. And that verse of Scripture is in the writings of Jude, the half-brother of Jesus. Jude identified himself in the book of Jude as a bondservant, really a slave. He said, I'm a slave to Jesus Christ. Now think about that. A half-brother came to the faith, came to the position of receiving his half-brother, <laughs> acknowledge it. I mean, his, his eyesight, his spiritual eyesight became that of knowing who Jesus was, and he was willing to be a bondservant. And that's what he says in the first verse of the book of Jude. But I want us to think about what he tells us in this passage of Scripture. I'm just going to read verse number 3. It says, Beloved, while I was making every effort to write to you about our common salvation, I felt the necessity to write to you appealing that you contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all handed down to the saints. I'm going to go ahead and read verse 4 also. For certain persons have crept in unnoticed. Those who were long beforehand marked out of this condemnation ungodly persons who turn the grace of our God into lasciviousness and deny our only Master and Lord Jesus Christ. And also, Jude says in verse number five, he says, I desire to remind you. And today I come on here, the last day of the year of December 2002, or excuse me, 2020. Boy, I'm way back there, ain't I? 2002, 2020. And I just want to remind us that we stay focused. We stay focused with an expectancy of who we know that's in control. I cannot tell you what's going to transpire with maybe the possibilities of the change of administration in America. I can't tell you what's going to happen on the foreign realm, everything. The paper's not been written. 
History's not been made. And things are going to happen. Things that are out of our control. And you know, I was just doing a little research the other day. And I'll be honest with you, for a moment, there was a concern that come over me. I just was, to be honest with you, I was watching Jeopardy. And there was a question. And the question just all of a sudden began to make me think about some things. And in doing so, all of a sudden, I just Googled and found out some information. And for a moment, as I began to think about what I had Googled with all the things that's going on in the world, this could have troubled me. And it did for the moment. I, I thought, my, my, my. It's September of 2020, and this is probably something that most of us have not even thought about. And, we, of course, we know China's been in the news and the China virus and and, 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 well, that's what it, you know, it was called and also, and, but I realized that the United States used to be the largest Navy in the world, but now China has the largest Navy. From a security point, we can let that trouble us today. We could be troubled with the fact that the news media continues to give us the daily updates about the coronavirus. I know these are concerns, and it does trouble me that there's voices out here that are speaking, and everything's not true. I'm not sitting here denying that there's a virus. I'm not denying that there's people that's died. I'm not denying that there's people that's sick. I'm not denying that they, that we need to wash our hands, and, and we need to be concerned on how that we precautiously take care of ourselves and others. But I want to say that I do believe that there has been a proclamation that has brought fear to people. And God doesn't want us to operate in fear. God wants us to stay focused. God wants us to stay focused that he is in charge. And with that being said, I want to give us a challenge today. Like I said, I believe this word's to me, but I believe the Lord put it on my heart to share it, so I believe it's for somebody else too. And I want to be reminded and remind all of us today of what the half-brother of Jesus said, the bondservant. He said in verse number three, he said, I desired to come, I'm just going to paraphrase this, to write about just the common salvation. You know, I think about John 3, 16, you can't get much more common, and I don't mean that in no derogative way, but just right down to the to, to the nuts and bolts and, the, and, and, and just the basic of what, we need to understand, to comprehend that we have the opportunity to live in the gift of salvation. So, you know, we don't have a writing of Jude that might have been that he was talking about. And let me just throw something in here. What if there had been a gospel that Jude himself would have wrote? We have four gospels. I think we got a physician, uh, sufficient information that the writers have given us, but the half-brother of, of Jesus. But he does tell us that there's something that we need to do. He tells us, he says earnestly, for appealing that you contend earnestly for the faith. And I want to put that word in your spirit today, that we contend for the faith. What does the word contend mean? The word contend can mean struggle. 
But I want us to look at it in this aspect. To contend is to believe something is a fact or to deal with a challenge. What are we saying here? Well, if we know the truth, and see there's a difference in believing something and knowing the truth. We can believe something, but see our belief and our assurance, which is faith, needs and has to be established upon something that's fundamentally and sound and that's accurate. And I want you just to realize the strength of what I have just shared with you. Why we're going to contend for the faith is because we're willing to give our life if need be so. And I want to just share this word, witness. How important that word is. Because the word witness means that we are laying our life on what we know to be factual. And as I think back of what has taken place in the first century, every one of the disciples, every one of the apostles, to our knowledge, other than possibly the Apostle John, and yes, he was placed and, and was tried to be killed by those that persecuted him, he may have been the only one that died a natural death, but every one of them was willing to give their life because they knew the truth. They were willing to lay their, lay their lives down for the truth of who Jesus Christ was. I want to tell you that those disciples in the book of Acts, they were looked at as unlearned men. <laughs> they had never went to college. Most of them were fishermen, which was, a, which was an admirable uh, occupation in that day. But they weren't, they weren't uh, like the Pharisees and, and the Sadducees of that, uh, that had been to the schools, the two schools, the Jewish schools. And these men, though, in three and a half years, they obtained more walking with the Master. Let me just say it this way. They not only walked with the master. Listen, I want to say something here. The apostle Paul was taught by Gamaliel. But let me tell you, these disciples were taught by Jesus. They not only were taught by a great scholar of the word, they were taught by the word. And we realize that when the book of Acts takes off, and the things that take place in the book of Acts, how powerful the anointing of God was in their lives because they walked in the manifestation of speaking the word as the Spirit continued to be in them, upon them, and brought the word of God alive. Today, I want to challenge us to contend for the faith in 2021. As I said earlier, I can't tell you what 2021 may hold. I will say this. I, I believe that we're going to go into 2021 with that of some uncertainties. I believe that we can go into 2021 with that of an, an expectancy, with joy, and today I want to ask you to just begin to think on the goodness of God. 
I was reading scripture this morning, and actually I, I read through about uh, 30 of the Psalms, if I'm not mistaken, from Psalms 130 all the way to 150. And I just remember Psalms 136, right even right now, coming to my mind, where it says that <laughs> the mercy of the Lord endureth forever. Every verse of that chapter, we're reminded his mercy endureth forever. And his mercy is his grace. His mercy is his favor. And today, that's what expectancy that I'm walking into in 2021, that his mercy is just as real as it was in 2020. And it's that that we're going to step into 2021 with, that his mercy endureth forever. And I'm going to challenge each one of us to contend for the faith, stand for the faith this year. Speak the word of God to the obstacles. Speak to those things that take place that we may not be able to do a thing about. But as we speak, other than speak the word, and when we speak the word to it, it will bring peace to us and we will see God move because his word will not fall to the ground. His word will not return void. Folks, God, go to the White House. Maybe what you want, it may not be what you want. Whatever's taking place in the world may not be happy. But I want to tell you one thing. God is on the throne. God is on the throne. Hallelujah. And that reminds me to ask this question today. And I make this question to each one of us that are listening. Have we made him the Lord of our life? And I'm talking to believers today. Oh, yes, I'm talking to the sinner today because I want to tell you, I would not want to live in the last few hours of 2020 without an assurance, without an assurance, without an assurance that Jesus Christ is my Savior. He's done so many great, wonderful things for me. Some of you know the miracle that took place in my life, how he healed me of pancreatic cancer. Oh, I could just go on and on, but I want to tell you, and God's even ministering in my wife's body right now of some afflictions and some things. God is so good when we stand, and we will contend for the faith. Listen, today I want to tell you, if we will contend for the faith, and faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word. We will contend with the word. Our faith will be operative. Our faith will be strong. And I want to challenge you today, one of the greatest things that you could ever do, as you're already into 2021, or you're entering 2021, is to make sure what your relationship is with Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, it's wonderful to be able to, to look on things and reflect and, and have a new beginning with a new year, new month, new first day. <laughs> Every day ought to be new. But to know, to have an assurance that Jesus is your Savior, that He is the Lord of your life. I want to ask you today, right there, before we leave you today, 
would you just call out to the Lord? You don't have to say something fancy. You don't have to use Old English. You don't have to use the terminologies of Old English of the King James, and I'm not knocking that. I'm just making a statement. Just as I'm talking to you, God knows your heart. See, that's the whole intent. That's the whole thing that God knows in your heart. He knows your heart. And if God knows your heart, he will. He will move in that behalf. And see, we've got that example in the Gospels where there was the publican and the Pharisee. Jesus knew the heart of the publican. See, the, 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 the publican, he just came and honestly just spoke out of his heart. <laughs> the, the Pharisee, he had a religiosity. <laughs> he knew what to say. And many a times, as a believer, we know what to say. But are we saying it, really? Are we speaking what God said? I, I want us to close this recording with this thought. Or with this question. What am I right now going to do with the fact that I am stepping in to 2021 or I'm already in 2021, or maybe you're viewing this a few years out. I'm where I'm at, but where am I going? And when I say that, where am I going before I cease to listen to this recording? Where am I going with my life? Where am I going with eternity? God wants to visit you today and if you feel a tug at your heart, you feel that God's speaking to you right now, I would just want you, if you want to close your eyes, you may need to pull over. You may be working. You may be just listening to this recording. I just want you in your own simple terminologies of words just to talk to God. Tell Him who you are. Tell Him what's going on. Tell Him that you need Him to forgive you of your, of, of your sin and that you want Him to be the Lord of your life. Oh, I could lead you in a prayer. But I'm going to tell you, when you really begin to speak from your heart, I, I, I am going to close. I promise you this. But one time, I didn't have time to stop and pray. There was an accident happening. And I was going to be involved in that accident. And folks, it was not slang. It was not using God's name improperly. The only things that could come out of my mouth, and it wasn't just wordage, but it was that from my heart. And all I said was, God, help me. And I believe God took the reins through the steering wheel. And he directed. I believe angels took a hold of that vehicle and brought me to a position that there was no harm. God is so good to us today. God bless you. And I would just want to believe with you that this coming year or where you're at right now in time that God, you're realizing what God has done and what he wants to do. You'll reflect on that to allow that to bless you and to encourage you. But also it'll allow you right now to step in to whatever you need to do for your right now and your future. God bless you.
And if you are listening and watching this on a uh, ending and beginning of a year, let me just say for whatever time it is, Happy New Year. And God bless you. God bless you.